Hey there, baddie. You've just arrived at the Embodied Baddie Podcast, where career-driven women who hold themselves to a higher standard in all areas, especially personal growth, hang out. I'm your EBIC, Crystal Rose, and I'm so happy you're here. Hello there, my embodied little baddies. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) There is so much jibber jabber out there about boundaries, and I'm not thinking people really understand what it means to truly set boundaries, to step over your own boundaries, what boundaries are created out of, why we create them, the difference between a rule and a boundary, the difference between fear and love. There's so much here. There's so much here. And if you are someone who struggles to create boundaries because, you know, maybe you're a people pleaser or, you know, maybe there's just some people that you have a really hard time setting boundaries with. And, you know, maybe you're someone who has no problem setting what you believe to be boundaries, but they're really just kind of rigid rules. So I thought that it would be helpful to kind of pop on and chat about this a little bit. Boundaries actually came up on my free coaching call that I had with my community. Um, I do this every so often, and this was a really good one. It was it was super juicy. <laughs> people jumped right in. People I had never coached before or had a lot of you know face to face time jumped right on in and got their got their questions answered. Got to work through some stuff with me. It was awesome. And one of the things that came up was boundaries. So let's talk about boundaries. The biggest mistake I see people make when it comes to making boundaries is when you're not familiar with doing it, when you haven't been doing it, a boundary tends to be more of a rule. It's like a door slamming. We go a little bit too hard because we're so used to being walked on and stepped over and there's resentment that goes along with this, even though it's of our own doing, right? Because we didn't know how to set boundaries. And we just kind of like allowed ourselves to get trampled over. And so then we're, you know, going to set them and then we just slam the door. You know, we go no contact with someone and we call it a boundary. We say, you're not allowed to do this. And we call it a boundary. (laughs) Jonah Hill is a prime example of this. um, When all of that stuff was circulating around the internet, I looked, I looked at this list of, you know, quote unquote demands and, you know, people were like, he's just stating his boundaries. And if you don't, if she didn't like it, like she doesn't have to do it. And I'm like that, that, none of these are boundaries. None of these are boundaries. These are all rules and they're all rooted in insecurity and fear. So we have to ask ourselves when we are setting a boundary or we're looking to set a boundary, what feeling do we have when we set it? Is it fear? Like, of course, there may be some fear of setting the boundary, right? We're afraid that it'll upset the other person. But truly, is it based on fear? Are we putting this rule into place because if someone crosses it, we're afraid of, you know, what happens if if that's the case? So we really need to ask ourselves, is there fear here? Am I creating this because of fear? Am I, am I creating this rule because it's not a boundary if it's created in fear? Am I creating this? out of fear. Because when we create a boundary, it's it's made out of love. It's love for ourselves because we are 
putting either energetic, physical, verbal, mental, mental, emotional boundaries into place out of love for ourselves. We want to protect ourselves. We want to protect our space. We want to protect our peace, right? But it can't just be out of love for us. That's what gets missed a lot of the times. It's, okay, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm protecting my peace. You're out. What about love for the other person? Yes, I know. Your love for the other person has been part of the reason why you've allowed them to step all over your boundaries or step all over the boundaries you didn't have. So you, right? So you're thinking, I can't allow this to happen. So we're not thinking about our love for that person. But ultimately, if you need to set boundaries, you're setting them with people who you actually care about or who care about you. It's it's kind of rare you need to set boundaries with like people who aren't a part of your world, right? That that doesn't even make any sense. We're setting boundaries with people who occupy our space. And maybe there is some care for them. And maybe there's not, right? Like maybe we don't let necessarily love them or care for them. But what if we did? What if we loved them as another human being? What would that look like if I created this boundary out of love instead of fear. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to use this one a lot with my clients. So let's say, you know, you have a parent like your mom who comes over at the house every single day, just pops over your house, just is always there every day, just comes over and you haven't said anything. And she just comes over and keeps coming over and keeps coming over. And, you know, maybe she's kind of annoying or maybe she like tells you how to do things and all of that. But ultimately it's just like, she's there every single day. Now, if we were going to create a rule and if we were going to do this out of fear, it'd be like, okay, I need to have a talk with her clearly, right? And what is what is going to get the other person to listen? It's usually like swinging the pendulum from one side to the other. So it becomes, you can't come over. You cannot come over, mom. You can't come over anymore. Like you come over every single day. You have to stop. No more. We're done. Boom. We've swung from one side of the pendulum to the other. And of course, the other person's going to be confused, upset. It's not just because, oh, you know, like with the memes floating around, like boundaries upset the people because they can no longer take advantage of you. It's like, yo, you've all been allowing this. Like you've ultimately been allowing this for so long that yeah, when you slam a door in someone's face, they're like, whoa, and they're going to be upset. It's like pouring water on a cat, right? Like (laughs) they're going to be upset. But do we need to take it that far? And so it's like, what do you actually want, right? What is it that you actually want? What is it about her coming over every single day that bothers you, the lack of the boundary there? So maybe the boundary becomes, hey, mom, I just need you to call before you come over. I need you to call and just see like if I'm available, if we're around, and if we have space for it. You're welcome here, of course, but I just need you to call. And if she doesn't call, that's when you enforce the boundary. Hey, mom, I told you that you needed to call, so you can't be here today. Ooh, that's a hard conversation to have. It's so much easier to just tell someone all the way, nope, you can't. Done. That's it. No no explanation beyond that. Just this is it, right? Having that hard conversation of, hey, you crossed this boundary, and I asked you to call, so I'm going to need you to call first, and today's not a good time. Now, maybe... That's not the boundary. Maybe it's, you know what, uh, mom, I need you to not stop by on weekends because that's our family time, you know, just us. So you're welcome to come over whenever, um, just not on the weekends, right? That's a boundary. If mom pops by on the weekends, he'd be like, mom, we talked about this. I told you we can't have you over on the weekends, right? 
So it's like you can find flexibility. Boundaries are flexible and they can shift and change. It doesn't have to be like this is a rigid rule. When you go to that rigid rule of you can't come over, well, what if like, you know, maybe you have kids, but what if your kid's having a birthday party or like, what if like you want her to come over for some reason, right? And then, then what? Now you're like backtracking on this quote unquote boundary you set. It's not a boundary. It's a rule. It is based in fear. And mostly, mostly the fear is of having that hard conversation when someone does cross it. Because when you put down this like ultimate, absolutely not, no way, no how, not allowed, we don't speak anymore, you can't see my kid, you can't do this, you can't do that, then there's no room for anything. It is all based in rigidity and fear. I hope this is making sense. It's also not a boundary to change someone after you've met them and you know who they are. So this whole Jonah Hill situation, right? He's like, no posting on social media of of you in a bikini. This woman was a surf instructor. She literally was a surf instructor before she met him. He commented on her posts on social media of her in a bikini. This is nothing new. And he is like, this is my boundary. No, sir, that is not a boundary. Like you can't just pull that out of what, (laughs) right? Like, no, 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 no. So if we were going to reframe that and turn that into an actual boundary, first there needs to be a really hard conversation. And, And it might require admitting how you feel. So maybe if he had said, hey, you know, when you post pictures of yourself in a bikini online, like I feel really insecure. I feel really insecure about it because I know that other men are seeing it and they're looking at you and they're admiring you and they're appreciating you. So when we dig into it, the issue isn't necessarily that she posts pictures of herself in a bikini. It's it's his insecurity that pops up and then his fear that maybe some guy's going to swoop in and and take her from him. So maybe he can say, hey, listen, like, I know this is part of your job and I know that you're going to be posting pictures of yourself in a bikini. Like, okay, I get it. Like, you've always done that. I would just really appreciate it if you didn't communicate with, you know, with with men like popping, sliding into your DMs, flirting with you, right? Like, that could be a boundary. And that's flexible because, you know, maybe someone is messaging her to be like, hey, I, I want to get surfing lessons for my wife or something, right? That's a perfectly acceptable conversation to have. So like boundaries, if we dig deep into them, like why are we even setting them in the first place? What is the goal here? And how is it that you feel? Because if it is rooted in insecurity and if it's rooted in fear, then that's a really hard, difficult but necessary conversation to have with the person you're setting the boundary with. They can't read minds, right? And if you've allowed something over and over and over and over again, and they don't even realize that it's something that makes you uncomfortable because you've just allowed it, and then suddenly you slam the door on them, yeah, they're going to be upset. It's not necessarily out of malice like they were getting away with something. Maybe they didn't know what they were getting away with. Maybe they didn't realize they were trampling on your boundaries because you weren't able to communicate that. So the biggest part of all of this is is solid communication. 
And when we set these rigid rules, we skip over that communication part. We just are like, boom, no, no longer can you do this or no longer will I do that or I'm done with this or I'm done with that or we're not speaking. I cut off my sister. I don't talk to my mother, you know, all of that, all of that when it's because we're not willing to have hard conversations and figure out where that middle ground is of love that says, okay, I'm no longer going to to allow myself to be stepped on, but I'm also going to be open to flexibility here and the other person's feelings. Because that does matter. And when you are solid in your boundaries, it's not even an issue. Like I honestly don't have to ever talk about boundaries. I just don't have to. (laughs) I don't have to worry about setting them. I don't have to worry about people trampling on them because I hold them very well. There, There are certain ways that people will not treat me. They just won't. They can't. And if something comes up that I'm uncomfortable with or I feel like would be crossing a boundary for myself, I have that conversation. I have it. It's not, it's not difficult for me because I've been doing this for a really long time. Also, I, I believe that I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I went straight to rigidity because I speak my mind and I'm very, very honest, very direct, right? So I've had to relax a little bit on that. Like I couldn't just be slamming the door shut in people's faces and calling that a boundary and be like, well, if you don't like it too bad, right? Like that whole vibe. No, that I was very much like that before. And instead of the, if you don't like it too bad, (laughs) that's the way it is. I've had to learn like how to create more flexible boundaries. And it's my energetic boundaries, honestly, that are the easiest, most cleanest, most pure, because I just don't allow things to get in. I just don't. And that took a lot of learning. That took a lot of practice. That took guidance. Um, That took soul work. That took healing work. That took a lot. And I also really think, you know, setting boundaries and setting rules and cutting people off and cutting things off out of your life, right? Like that you can't handle. So maybe you have a certain trigger food you don't keep in your house, or there's a certain person that you just get upset every time you're around each other. And so you cut them off. If you need to take space for a little bit, that's different. Instead of cutting someone off, like, hey, I need to take space for a little bit, right? Because this is a you thing. If someone triggers you, if someone upsets you, as much as that is really difficult uh, pill to swallow, it's a you thing because it's not about like that person can just be crazy, right? And we can be like, I'm just not available for your crazy. I'm not available for this. I'm not available for your abuse or your manipulativeness or your meanness. Like I'm just, I don't, I'm not available for it. And so that person over time doesn't really bother us or trigger us because we just don't have space for it. It's when we allow them into our space and they, and they act that way. So of course, cutting them off seems like the right thing to do because we're unable to operate in that way, right? Like it's really highly, very, very unpleasant and we're getting triggered all over the place. But you are doing yourself a giant disservice if you just cut someone off and that's it. A huge, massive, massive disservice because you are stifling your own opportunity for growth. 
Because whenever someone pokes you energetically, whenever someone triggers you or activates you, they are pointing to something that is going on inside of you. And I'm not saying you have to be best friends with the person. I'm not even saying you have to have them in your life. There's some people who are just better on the outskirts of your life and not allowed in. Like there is a time absolutely for that. But it shouldn't just be, I mean, if you're cutting off people left and right, there's something inside of you to look at, you know, just like that old saying I, <laughs> I heard a really long time ago. It was, if three people tell you that you're drunk, you should probably lie down. So if there are three people in your life or multiple people in your life that you've cut off because of like the way they treat you or whatever, there might be a, like you might want to look inside and figure out what's going on inside of you because you obviously have a re- are having a reaction to something specific within these people, right? And again, it doesn't mean you have to have them in your life. But we really want to take that time. If we need to take space from someone, we take the space and we take that time to heal and to work on what that specific trigger is, right? We can't just be like, out of sight, out of mind. Oh, no, they're gone. They're the problem. It's like they're activating something in you. And this is how you can become so much more powerful as just a human, right? And you can become so much more healed if you're able to take that trigger or that thing that that person is is essentially causing inside of you, that the, those interactions cause inside of you, and you can heal that. And it's also, it's kind of hard to heal in a vacuum. It's it's hard to make progress in a vacuum, right? Like we need more opportunities to bump up against these things to see how far we've come, to see the progress we've made. So while, you know, we've got to take the space in order to practice, in order to heal, in order to feel better, when we come back in contact with that person or someone similar or a similar situation, then it shows us how far we've come. And many of us get hard on ourselves and we're like, oh, I thought I healed. I thought I went through this. I thought I already dealt with this. And it's like, yeah, but like, look at this. Like normally you'd respond like this, but actually this is what happened. And you didn't go that far or it wasn't as bad as it normally is, right? And then rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. You guys, if if the average human was willing to take radical emotional responsibility for themselves, for how they feel, instead of pointing fingers and blaming that you make me feel this way and this happened and that made me feel this way, right? If we were able to take, and I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying, oh, it's your fault. You feel this way. I'm saying that like, because of your past experiences, your mind will process these scenarios and situations in a way that causes conflict for you. And if we can eradicate the way the mind processes it in this way, because it's processing it in a way that isn't necessarily helpful to you, right? If we can fix that piece, if we can heal that piece, then you can be, and I like to say this, unfuckwithable, like untriggerable. Can you imagine what it would be like to just not be bothered by people when people are actively even just, you know, trying to get at you. And a lot of the times we're triggered by people who aren't. That's like not their intention, right? They just do it. They're just really good at it. <laughs> They've got something that really bothers us. So like noticing that, right? Like I said, taking space, that's a boundary. Hey, I need some space. I need a little bit of time away from you so I can work on my own stuff. That's not 
you're cut off. I don't speak to my whoever anymore. Right. That's that there's a lack in emotional responsibility when we just cut people off. And again, there are some people who absolutely deserve it. I'm not saying, you know, if someone abuses you um, or you have a really like intense kind of situation like that, I'm not like, yeah, just keep them around. It's fine. Like, no, <laughs> like you need to keep yourself safe, of course. So I'm not speaking to that. So please don't take that and run with it. I'm saying just in regular interactions or when people, you know, maybe they're manipulative, maybe they're a victim, maybe they turn things around on you, right? And like, so we have the opportunity to heal that. We have the opportunity to shift how we feel when we interact with someone like that. And I'm telling you, it is such an incredible, amazing feeling when you're standing there talking to someone who normally would be triggering the shit out of you. And you're just like, huh, I don't even feel any activation of my body whatsoever. Like, this is pretty cool. (laughs) It's a cool, cool feeling. But that feeling can't be achieved if you're not willing to have the hard conversations, if you're not willing to set actual boundaries rather than rules and work on yourself in the interim. So recap on how to set boundaries. First, identify what is making you feel uncomfortable, like really get granular with it. What is upsetting me? What feels uncomfortable? Why does it make me feel uncomfortable? And what would I prefer in this scenario? What would feel better for me? What would feel better? And then resist the urge to just go straight to like the other side of the spectrum. Really just like noticing like, okay, that's fear-based response. What would be a boundary I could set that's made out of love, love for me, care for the other person, right? What is a boundary? And it may still confuse them and it may still, you know, upset them and that's okay. But if I'm coming from a place of love, I get to feel good about it. And then being willing to have that hard conversation instead of just ghosting, right? Instead of just like, okay, well, I've decided to cut that person off. I'll just ignore them for here on out and forever, right? (laughs) No, now it's about having that hard conversation. So maybe it's something you need to initiate or maybe, you know, the next time the situation comes up, that's when you bring it up, whatever feels good for you. And just being willing to have that hard conversation and and knowing that you can hold those boundaries firm because they are made out of love and understanding that the other person may be confused. They may be upset and that's okay. They get to have their feelings. Their feelings have nothing to do with you. Let them have their feelings. We're setting boundaries. It's hard. And then once that's been done, be proud of yourself, right? Take that time to just be like, okay, cool. Like, I did this and I did this with love and I did this with respect for myself and with for the other person. And then we want to uphold those boundaries because a lot of the times we'll set boundaries and then we'll kind of go back on them and we'll then we'll feel bad, right? Like it, that's not how we want to feel <laughs> because it doesn't feel good when we let people run over our boundaries. And then we also will start to get resentful. It's very easy to get resentful when someone else is you know, trampling our boundaries, but we haven't said anything about it. So we need to really be firm in upholding them, be willing to have more than one uncomfortable conversation. It's not going to kill you. It's not. This is part of being a human and and healing is 
being able to have really grown up, mature, healed conversations with people. And of course, it's always easier if they're doing the work too. But if they're not, you get to hold that energetic standard for yourself. It is worth it. I promise you. So I hope that this has been a helpful episode. If you have any questions about setting boundaries or maybe you're struggling with it, you can absolutely reach out to me on my Instagram at Rose, of course. And then I'm also available on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Rose. And I love hearing from you guys and I love your feedback and I would just absolutely love it. If you needed any help with anything, I'm here for you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And I cannot wait to catch you on the next episode. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories. Send it to a friend who might need it. Or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose, And let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.